How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode number 58 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week's episode is all about bamboos, and I've brought in an expert, Peter Stamm, who has a bamboo nursery here in Ireland, which was established in 1988, so 33 years on the go now. Uh, Peter is also a a founding member of the GLDA, the Garden and Landscape Designer Association. And the reason I wanted to cover it was bamboos, they really are a fantastic garden plant. But over the years, they probably have suffered a little bit from, I would say, misinformation and bad press based on that that misinformation. So I wanted to just go through that, sort of talk about the you know, the reputation that it did have or that it does have in certain areas, clarify that and say, you know, these really are a super garden plant so long as you choose wisely at the start. And, you know, they they have multiple uses. They're they're tough. They're they add a bit of an exotic look to your garden. So they really are fantastic and as I say, I just wanted to bring on an expert to to talk about it. So Peter, you're very, very welcome to Master My Garden Podcast. Thank you for asking me. Um, yeah, like we'll, we'll get into, and you can tell us a little bit about Stam's nursery in, in a couple of minutes, which is the only bamboo nursery in Ireland, I believe. And you're, you're on the go a long time, so you can tell us all about that in a minute. But I think it's kind of true to say that over the last, I don't know how many years, but bamboos have maybe taken a, a bit of a bad rep um, because of mis- misinformation about them. And I think people, some people in certain quarters have the perception that all bamboos are going to send out roots that are going to turn over your paths and lean your house to the wrong side and all this type of misinformation. Would that be fair to say? Um, Well, yes, that's true. Like you you mentioned that I'm a long time ago. Uh, It is something, yeah, that comes up the last 10 years now that uh, indeed... uh, People are kind of, well, how do you call it, uh, kind of a fixed idea or fixated, you know, by the fact that bamboos are taking over your garden, which is yeah. clearly not the case. You know, there's quite a range of bamboos you, uh, you uh, can choose from, and half of them are clumping, very well-behaved bamboos, and that's what we're trying, you know, to make clear in the last 10 years, you can say, that there is a good choice of, uh, of bamboos. That can do any kind of garden job. You can, uh, cool. Yeah, like the, and 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 that is, and we'll get into that in a minute. Mm. Um, and that is the the big distinction. There's there's runner bamboos and there's clumping bamboos. And while the yeah. the running bamboos probably have some place for the majority of people in in garden situations, you know, you're, you you need to be looking at the clumping types. Well, if you want to be a relaxed gardener, yes, indeed, that would be the <laughs> obvious choice. But, you know, uh, don't dismiss the running bamboos, you know, completely. Often, yeah. you know, the most interesting ones, you know, you can find, you know, amongst those. But then it's just okay. that, uh, a question of better preparation, as in, in putting a rhizome barrier in. Decide what area you want to have covered with bamboos. Yeah. And then uh, it is clearly a bit of digging then and preparation, yeah. which, is, which can be good, you know, then you can prepare the soil better as well. Okay. And to take it from so there. We'll, <clears throat> we'll get to talk about bamboos in a minute, but maybe just tell us a little bit about the nursery just to, to kind of get started. Um, you're established since 1988, which is, you know, 33 years growing bamboos in Ireland. Uh, it's a little bit unique in that it's the only one 
growing them in Ireland. Uh, so maybe just tell us a little bit about the origins of it and how you got started and, and what the business is, is doing these days. Yeah, well, my background is really in garden design. I was one garden designer in Holland and uh, back in 88, there was very little employment for that in Ireland. So the start was really to find an old Victorian kitchen garden. And I found it in Capricorn, a four acre wall garden. And I used that basically to move my young family and uh, myself then, you know, to, uh, to develop that. But, uh, yeah, the, 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 the kind of starting point was to, to specialize. And uh, since I used bamboos in Holland, you know, which I found is a good replacement for conifers, you know, another type of evergreen. Yeah. I used that basically, you know, to, uh, to get started uh, here in County Waterford. So I traveled the old Victorian gardens to uh, build up my stock. Imported, you know, as far from uh, as far away as from China, and uh, developed uh, the business. So you gathered your your mother stock essentially from, I saw on your on your website from Italy, Spain, and some some old gardens in Ireland. Yeah, that was the start. China. Basically, you know, kind of bamboo became quite popular. You know, after nineteen ten, when there was the big uh, Japan UK uh, exhibition in London. It was the start of Japanese gardens and also the introduction more of bamboos into the big estate gardens. So when I visited these places, they were often overgrown and they were away of the big houses. So I was welcome, you know, to, to dig a few out. <laughs> and it was uh, yeah, the start of 10, 20 different species. Lovely. It's an so killing two birds with the one stone to get started. Well, it was one way of traveling the country, I can tell you. <laughs> basically in the southwest of Cork of, of of Ireland, so at least two three hours in the car, you know, before you are actually in the garden itself. And then a long day of digging, and then obviously it takes two three years before you have saleable plants out of that. Yeah. So uh, yes. And what was the perception of you know somebody starting a bamboo nursery um, in nineteen eighty eight? Bamboos, I guess, they probably weren't as there was no, popular as the, there was no perception or understanding at all. So I basically started exporting them back to the continent, you know, using my okay. old contacts in Holland and also to Germany, France and Switzerland. Uh, it was only later, maybe in the 90s, these garden makeover programs where uh, it looked like every garden, you know, got a few bamboos in it. Okay. And that, uh, that raised awareness of it. So then I was much, uh, uh, I was able to to supply the Irish market, but also develop more the UK market. This is obviously more a natural market to sell in if you grow plants in Ireland. And around that time, then, when these garden makeover shows started to to come on stream and people started to see bamboo being used, they became popular. And mm. I suppose to talk about you know bamboos in general, like the the positives are they're a very very hardy plant generally they will work in most situations they have a wide variety of interesting stems and leaves uh, they create good screening they're good in pots so there's a hell of a lot mm -hmm. of positives to, to bamboos absolutely yeah and it's a good combination plant as well you know that combines well with other plants so. yeah and you really, you're really yeah, in the uh, you have obviously there's a lovely if you have 
sort of groups of bamboos. There's a lovely rustle off them in in a in a breezy day. Um, mm-hmm. They're yep. they're a sort of a screen without being a hard block on an area, so you can you can soften a view as opposed to blocking a view, and it's it's quite nice from that perspective. And yes, yeah, can be very harsh if you use color. Fish, I yeah. think yeah. another positive is that, and correct me if I'm wrong on this one, you you'll know better. There's very little that goes wrong in terms of pest or disease that I'm aware of. That is correct. They hardly have any kind of, you may have a kind of, uh, during the summer, an explosion of, of green fly or so, but that's just, uh, it passes by. But uh, nothing that would kill off a bamboo. Okay. So they're really, like, there's there's so many positives. Mm-hmm. And I suppose the, the negative is really only from misinformation. And yeah, or probably no information. The wrong plant. Or no information. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 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 So, to tell us about the, the bamboo types then and what people should be looking for in what situation, you might just go through those with, with us. Yeah, the simplest would be, you know, like, like we recommend hedging and screens. Uh, a medium sized one is basically always a clumping one called Phragesia. But if you go into the taller ones, if you want to have a screen of five, six meters, you often have to look at spreading ones. It's basically a simple kind of uh, explanation. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you, because that question is often asked, uh, some people are very impatient or are overlooked by neighbors and they want to have an immediate screen then or five, six meters in height. And uh, those kind of things are only imported from, let's say, Italy or Spain at that size. But the often the spreading ones. So I will always okay. recommend, you know, if you want to go for that, you know, start a bit smaller and then let it grow, you know, to the okay. height that is required. And I assume, well, maybe maybe I'm assuming wrong, but I would assume that if any plant is being bought in in a situation like that where somebody wants to kind of instantly screen and that plant is brought mm-hmm. in from from Italy or Spain and it's three, four, five meters high, I would assume that. Mm-hmm there is instruction with that or the contractor putting it in uh, would know. No. Yeah, you would assume so, but <laughs> unfortunately not, you know, I have often been asked, you know, to, to, to uh, give my uh, kind of uh, expertise on it afterwards, something is planted, you know, kind of, and it's often shocking, you know, that customers are not properly kind of informed about their buying and what's being installed. Yeah. Yeah, because it is, especially if you're in, well, if you're if you're anywhere really, but if you're in a, a town garden with potentially mm. walls on a couple of sides of you, and yep. more than likely mm-hmm. in a back garden situation, there's pipe work and all that sort of thing underneath. So to to put in the running type and to mm. not use yep. a barrier is just asking for trouble, really. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So again, it, it, considering that there's considering there's often a lot of money involved. Yeah, you know, for sure. It's, uh, it's surprising. Yeah. yeah. And again, it comes down to either, as you said, lack of information or no information. Mm. Yeah. So mm. that's the bottom line. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's, I suppose that the, the major point is to know what it is that you're getting. Pick the again. Yeah. Mm. I've said this on when we're talking about different, whether it's houseplants or whether it's perennials or whatever it is, 
the right plant in the right situation. And again, that's true here for bamboos, isn't it? Mm. That is that is right. Yeah. In a way, uh, life is a bit easier, or or uh, you know, when we're at the moment selling a bit more online, uh, that means that people are emailing and ringing you more, so you can give that information. Okay, so the information is is easier to disseminate to people in, in that scenario. That yeah, yeah. Uh, when you often hear that garden centers, you know, sometimes are lacking in that kind of information. So I I suppose that kind of means that. And again, we've referenced it before. Um, I had Des Dial on a couple of weeks back, and he mentioned your nurse, your nursery in the in the interview, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. what he was saying, and and what I was saying, is that in a garden situation, a garden centre situation, they could well be buying with their eyes, so they see a gorgeous looking bamboo, and without maybe looking at the label or, or reading out reading about it or finding mm. out information about it, it's being taken home. Whereas in the scenario you're suggesting now, because of the situation we're in, they're looking at it, seeing a picture online, but they are definitely reading that information or asking the question. Uh, yeah, so that's that's one benefit of, of, of what's happening at the moment, I guess. Yes, <laughs> at least they find a person that can answer the questions. Yes. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. So... Types of bamboo then, we have runner types and clumping types. And within that, mm. then, maybe you just tell us the, the most suitable ones for, for the various situations. So if we were to talk about screening, for example, what's the what's the best varieties for that? If we were to talk about clumping varieties and specimen varieties, what would you say is the best varieties there? And and then also for someone in a, in a situation where they just want to have potted, because pots actually, potted bamboos can look superb when when they're in the correct pot and yeah. are maintained mm-hmm. they look really gorgeous and vigorous now when they're not maintained in a pot they can look a little bit shabby as any mm-hmm. plant can so maybe just give us the best sort of types for for each of those uses or situations how long do we have john <laughs> i know because you have <laughs> how many varieties of you on your nursery you have 70, 80, I guess? Well, if you, if, if you start with bamboos, obviously it's like uh, a stamp collection. You keep uh, collecting and collecting. But uh, in the end, we, uh, we have something like 60, 17 different uh, varieties, kind of. Yeah. And, they, and then you start selecting after that. But yeah, you, you, you start with ground cover bamboos. And you'll see that's already then states in the, in the word ground cover. You know, these are spreading bamboos. Yeah. These, would, these would grow too. A meter in height, but, uh, but also obviously you could use these in pots to contain them, and it could still be ornamental. But they're basically uh, sasas, you know, pleobusters. Yeah, and so they 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 will run, and that's their function is, they to, run. is to run and cover banks and so on. Yeah, so landscape architects love them, you know, to stabilize banks and so on, or cover big kind of slopes or banks. But uh, for the, obviously for the gardener, it comes with a certain warning. Or... Yeah, and what kind of what kind of soil would would they like? Because I think a lot of the time when someone has a steep bank, obviously the bank in itself is a problem. But a lot of the time as well, the actual soil quality on a bank tends to be poor. So yeah, mm-hmm. how does it like sort of poor poor ground, or is it does it need good good ground? 
Um, no, it's, it probably will be a struggle first for the bamboos. It depends a bit. You know, if you go talk about sasses, they, they will have no problem or so. But it will take a few years to, for them to get established. But after that, you know, they'll be uh, happy enough. Okay, so they'll they'll work away, but they need to get they need to get going first. Yeah, unless unless you talk about it, uh, that subsoil is uh, on top of things or something. Kind of. Sometimes, obviously, you're not sure what builders do. Or they place a house in a in a kind of a slope situation, and often be very severe. Obviously, what's left yeah. to be planted. But um, if you talk then on medium-sized bamboo. Basically, like I said before, the Fargesias are the best, you know, to make a selection from. They start in two meters in height up to four meters. So you have a bamboo, basically, you know, for every kind of height, two, three, and four meters. Okay. And also, uh, some of them, you know, like uh, a bit more shade as well. So there's also a bit more choice for the more shadier kind of corners or you know, sides of the garden. And so those ones that like shade, are they good under under trees? You know, under under that sort of shade? Yeah, well, you have to be careful, obviously, with dry shade. Dry shade, know. yeah. You, know, you have to help the bamboos to get established. But after that, they should be okay. Okay. So again, a bit like on the bank, it's those first couple of years, once they get establishment and yeah. get root development, they'll work away there. But just be careful in the first couple of years with them. Well, often it is basically the first year of establishment that you have to spend time on your bamboo. Yeah, keep them, uh, a bit the same moist, as any you know, plant, really. Don't let them dry out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, often you get a kind of question that a big lelandi uh, hedge is removed. Okay. I'm always asking then, you know, is the soil removed as well? Because obviously you talk about the exhausted soil that needs to be replaced yeah. before you start thinking about planting a hedge yeah. or a bamboo hedge. So if that's understood, you know, obviously they, they will fly away then after that. Yeah. And specimen types. So they can look absolutely superb if they're grown in, you know, a singular large bamboo in as a centerpiece yeah. or even two or three together, you know, specimen types. What What's your, your yeah. sort of best specimen, specimen types? <laughs> there we come, obviously, kind of the specimen ones can often a bit more of the running type. Okay. Now you have different running, uh, 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 or you can have what I call it always uh, reasonably well-behaved specimens, mm-hmm. so that they may run a bit away a meter, meter and a half of the main plant. So you put two or three together, then you talk basically about the growth. And that uh, you can lighten and uh, obviously emphasize even more with uh, some uh, targeted pruning. But then you talk about Philostegus vivax, or your callus or Philosophus vivax, Wang Wang Zhu, which are basically, you know, the, the bamboos that, uh, that grow the tallest here in the Irish climate. They're about six, seven meters in height. So that bamboo grows six to seven meters yeah. in height mm-hmm. and f- five centimeters. So that's, that's a biggie now. And that's, uh, that's a runner or a, a clumping type? That's a running type, I guess. A running type, but uh, reasonably well-behaved, I call it. Yeah. So they don't run for meters, kind of. Okay. And yeah, sorry, but it's running as well. You can say if people keep an eye on things every year and see the the rhizome, the root actually moving away from the main plant, yeah. it's relatively easy to dig it up because they're not very deep rooters, bamboo. Yes, yeah, so it'll run but if, if, slightly yeah, below the surface. 
Yeah, so you see them, the new shoots coming up anyway, so you can follow that route if you do that during the year. But if you let it go for a few years, then obviously uh, the rhizomes start crossing and so on, and then it will be very difficult to remove yeah. it. And to remove it then, you basically, you cut it with a spade, I guess, do you? Yeah, and after that, maybe a mini digger yeah. or so. So, so you're better off not to get not to let it the get chemical. to that stage. Then you're you you just keep on top of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you just yeah. keep an eye out uh, once a year or so, yeah. you're okay. Of the of the clumping types, and I guess for the most part, people should be looking at at clumping types for you know for certainly in smaller gardens, they're probably better to 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 work yeah. with clumping mm-hmm. types. So, what are some of the best ones here? And I know there is some really attractive clumping types as well with you know nice interesting stems and so on uh yeah well basically you talk more about appearance then you know it's more the, the softness of the foliage or let's say the color of the new shoots so we're talking about fergesias here now so the clumping ones then that you can say you know uh, 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 that an individual cane stands out like you have with philostachus you see when you talk about a, a lower head than fergesia rufa is a very good one for Fagesia dracocephala. If you talk about three meters, you have an interesting choice of Fagesia nitida winter joy or Fagesia nitida black pearl. And if you go taller, you can think about Fagesia robusta. It's a very good upright, you know, the tallest, nearly the tallest of the Fagesias you can get. And you talk what kind of height is that going to four meters in height. Okay, so yeah, you're into, you're into big. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, and then if you take the next step, if you want to have it taller, then indeed uh, you have to look at, uh, at Philostachus. Okay. And in terms of containers then, obviously mm-hmm. you have you have a large choice here because it doesn't really matter whether it's clumping or running because you have the containment yeah. of the pot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, that is right. Yeah. So, what would your sort of top ones be for for pots? And again, maybe something that's a meter, or something that's two meters, something that's three meters. I mean, yeah, you're you're back then probably with uh, for uh, Fergesia rufa or Fergesia scabrida for two meters, three meter. Then yeah, you can consider another. Fargesia, nitida type. Okay. Okay, like Fargesia, Yehushai, Gu. And uh, yeah, if you go taller, yeah, don't forget, you know, then you have to think about quite sizable containers. Yeah. And also keep in mind, you know, that at some stage you have to always repot the bamboo. You either split and repot yeah. or you put it in a, in a bigger container. Okay. And like ballpark, so if, if you're buying a big set, Say two meter, two meter bamboo. Mm-hmm. That's probably in a fifteen liter pot. I'm guessing would it be something like that? It's uh, quickly in a in a thirty liter pot. You know. Okay, so yeah, so you want to be you want to be going very substantial. Then you want to be up to at least a sort of fifty centimeter diameter, probably in a pot. Yeah, I talk about uh, at least eighty liter pot. You know. Yeah. Or yeah. than ten liter pot. Okay. So that's a that's a that's a big one is to is to keep them looking vigorous is to make sure your pot is big enough at the at the starting yeah. point. Well, often I get the question, you know, that people want to 
scream their patio with the neighbors, you know, but uh, uh, there's only hard paving there. Okay. I always try to recommend, you know, plant them in the ground and not in pots because, it, like I said, at some stage you have to start repotting. Yeah. And and obviously you have to do much more feeding and, and watering during the year. Yeah, because so they, like they're 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 going to be a thirsty plant, particularly. Not a, yeah. I suppose they're, they're not, not overly even, hungry, really, are they? Well, they like a bit of feed, you know, kind of general lawn fertilizer, so yeah. would help during the growing season. But no, even during the winter, you know, you have to keep them watered. They can dry out in a very harsh kind yeah. of eastern wind. Keeping in mind the evergreens, you know, that can happen. So there's more care okay, if so you get them in pots. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Now, in fairness, if you get potted bamboos that look well, and I know you sent me a picture this morning of some potted bamboos mm. they really do look they look class don't they they do yes yes no it's very appealing yeah yeah, yeah. and i suppose sometimes you see this you know hotels particularly where they have bamboos in in um i suppose the pots are probably big enough but they're maybe not getting the care that that they should be getting and they look yeah as any plant would look shabby when they're not minded so yeah, yes. make sure your pot is big enough. Yes. Make sure it's getting lots of water and, and feed and it feed probably regularly enough then. Yeah. Because the moment you keep it lush looking. Yes, the moment you let it dry out, you know, it takes a long time to get the bamboo back, you know, up to a certain kind of appearance. Okay. So after after somebody has correctly chosen the right bamboo for their situation in terms of, and I think height from what I, from what I can gather is is kind of your starting point of your decision-making. So well, I'm a, what height are you? Yeah, at? I'm always asking that, you know, people, what, what kind of mature height do you want to achieve with your hedge? People think, you know, yes. a hedge, then I can, if it's too tall, then I can clip it. But obviously there's no need for that when you use bamboos. You just have yes. to uh, choose the right uh, uh, species. Yes, because pick, pick the right one at the, at the time. And your finished height should be what you're looking for. Exactly, yeah. Because you can indeed uh, cut the bamboo, but it won't look well. You know, it will uh, kind of influence the appearance. Yeah. It's much better off. It's and so, in its natural way. Yes. Yeah, so the person has now chosen the sort of correct plant mm. for their situation, uh, taking into account the the height and whether they're going to have allow it to run or whether they're going for the clumping type. Um, what type of soil do they like? Um, in terms of pruning of the different types, when should they prune? Yeah. Prune. Mm-hmm. How often should they prune? And that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, bamboos are not too fussy about the soil type. Now you can say that Fargesia's like is a bit more acid or neutral, and Philistegas more maybe uh, uh, more on the on the heavier soil side. But otherwise, you know, you can plant them uh, in any type. Planting-wise, uh, well, it is important to give them the right start. So to incorporate some velvet and farmyard manure when you plant them is yep. advisable for the philosophers now. Fagesia, probably if your soil is okay, you know, you can mix it with a kind of a peat-based compost when you plant. Pruning-wise, uh, again, then, if, you, you, if you've chosen the, the, the right bamboo, there's not that much pruning to do. The only thing you can consider, like the Chinese or Japanese do, that you lighten the plant a bit so that you can emphasize a bit uh, the pains. Never 
too much now yeah. either. You know, you take 10, 20% out of the canes on ground level just to kind of have a more... So I guess in, in that situation, you're you're sort of shaping the bamboo to what people envisage as the as the bamboo, yeah. or, typical bamboo style, which is slender canes yeah. at the base opening out into mm-hmm. a fan, sort of fan-shaped leaves up top. Yeah. And so you're... Yeah, and you can prune up a bit. You can prune up a bit as well, so that you're emphasizing the, yeah. the canes, you know, up to two meters, you know, taking the side branches off, so you see more of okay, the Okay, yeah, so you're, you're highlighting the different, because there is so many different colored canes as well that yeah. are very interesting, actually, mm-hmm. even in the wintertime, yeah. they're very interesting. Mm-hmm. But then you're back again to the philostachus, more the taller bamboo. Yeah. You can do that with. Okay, so your pruning, your pruning is not, is not a. Well, it is necessary, but it's it's necessary from an aesthetic per- perspective rather than a contained exactly, perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can always, you know, a, a, a shave of of the the side branches if you want that a bit more kind of a, a hatch effect. That's your own choice. Otherwise, you just leave it in its yeah. natural way and obviously the first year as with any plant the first year establish, establishment is, is critical after that then do you need to feed say bamboos that are in in the open ground or should you feed bamboos because i suppose when you think about it there's a big clump and there's a lot of a draw on resources around it so do mm-hmm. they need feeding generally uh, yeah, you could give them some kind of top dressing, you know, of of, of a lawn fertilizer yeah. during the during the season. Or if if you talk about the very tall specimen bamboos, then a kind of uh, mulching of uh, farmyard manure in the autumn would yeah. be a good idea on the clump itself. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just a matter of keeping an eye on things. If you have a very dry summer, they may need some additional watering. But otherwise, you know, the yeah. When it comes to so, if if somebody is planting a running type and they need to use a containment system of some sort, and I know there is rolls of root barrier that you mm-hmm. can that you can buy. If somebody is using that, and yeah. again, I, mm-hmm. I also know that people use things like uh, they build in concrete sort of troughs into the ground and and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody needs to use a barrier. The, the barriers that you that you buy in a shop, for example, is on a, is on a roll and it's a really hard sort of membrane. I, yeah. I'm not sure what it's made out of, but sort yeah. of almost like a fiberglass feel to it. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's two me two millimeters yeah. thick. Yeah. And so that that goes around. You dig a big planting hole. You put this around the outside of it. Do you also put it on the base of that hole or not? No, like I said, you know, it, it, it's not a very deep root of bamboo. So you basically make a, a vertical membrane. No need to have an horizontal one put in. Okay, so only only a, a vertical membrane. Yeah. So you just basically uh, dig a trench around the bamboo you want to contain. Yeah. Put a kind of 60 centimeter and width kind of membrane in and uh, backfill. Okay, so 60 centimeter hole, mm-hmm. put your, your membrane yeah. around the outside of it, yeah. mm-hmm. plant your bamboo as normal in the middle, and then the roots... Or the runner rhizomes will will send out, but when they hit the bam, when they hit the barrier, mm-hmm. they stop. Yeah, that's right. And they come up at that stage, mm-hmm. I presume. Yeah, but uh, usually, yeah. let's say five centimeters above the ground level. Sometimes, you know, bamboo roots react on stones, so they can actually jump over it. 
and then back in the okay. ground again. So that's the way to stop it. So yeah, so just keep it keep it up a little bit a little bit proud of the ground yeah, yeah, when you're plant, when you're putting it in. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it really doesn't sound like there's any great need for maybe going to the extremes of putting in a concrete trough. No, um, no, no. That would be far too much. Yes, it's overdoing it. Yeah. No, that's overdoing yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, could could you use something like a a huge pot in the ground? I presume that would serve the same purpose. Yeah, just take the bottom out, and yeah, then then you're okay. Yeah, yeah. just just get yeah. to keep an eye on the drainage. Okay, so from what we're saying there, it 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 all boils down to choosing the correct plant. And again, your your kind of starting point is to look at what your your fin- whether you're talking about specimen hedging, or or pot container mm-hmm. container bamboo. Your starting question is what height do you want it to finish at, and that's how you start your choice. Yeah, and and then consider clumping or or running type, and not to be afraid of the running type, but just to make sure that you you're using the correct containment system, and you are aware of yeah. what you're buying you're, in that. You're fully aware that you need to contain it. Yeah, yeah. bottom line. Yeah. So really, again, we said it at the start, but it is down to sort of misinformation and bad information that has kind of got people people a little bit worried about them mm-hmm. because. When you look at the positives, you know, the fact that they're very hardy, yeah. they they look well in, in all seasons, they're easy to grow on most sites, they don't get any sort of disease mm-hmm. or, or pest trouble to any great extent. Mm-hmm. Um, aesthetically, they're brilliant in pots, they're very good for screening. So there's so many positives. Yeah. And really, no when you look at, when you stand back and look at it, the only kind of negative is that there's bad information. And <laughs> I think that that is the real critical point, isn't it? You're saying it, yes, yeah. And as long as you make that clear, yeah. you know, then at least you know people are more willing to listen to be properly yeah. advised. Before we we start to start to finish off and and tell people where they can find you and so on, um, you're, we mentioned at the start that you're a founding member of the GLDA. So just maybe briefly tell us a little bit about that and and. So it's the Garden and Landscape Design Association. Yeah, the start indeed. It's hard to believe. Over twenty-five years ago, you know, it's a kind of uh, group of uh, well concerned or interested uh, other fellow designers, and we brought it. You know, we believed that uh, um, we needed you know certain standards of garden design in Ireland, and uh, we took it from that uh, from that basis. So all kind of uh, assessed and uh, uh, also decided for our profile to have a kind of annual seminar also that's deep running now for 25 this this time it's online but uh, yeah. yeah we find ourselves actually you know obviously with uh, 10 years ago when bloom started uh, the, the garden design is much more in the yeah. news and kind of but uh, no, we're actually, after 25 years, a very strong professional organization. So it was, it was very nice, you know, to be part of that. And yeah. I'm still part and, of it. And the, so the function, the function was to, I suppose the overall function was to ensure standards within the industry. Was that the kind of exactly yeah. and of the idea? Yeah, and obviously promoting it more as well, garden design. You know, it was very much in yeah. infancy at, in that stage, you know, 25 years ago. And, uh, well, again, I suppose if the garden makeover programs, Design 
been a bit more kind of uh, known by the public. But obviously, it's still good to to promote a certain standard of good garden design. Yeah, for sure. So, members then your members are, are GLDA accredited as such. Is that yeah? That's right. Yeah, by an independent kind of assessment panel. Okay, so would they would they look at the work they're doing and or how does that assessment come about? Just out of interest. Uh, well, obviously, people have to produce, you know, kind of uh, uh, first that they're three, four, three, four, five years in business with yeah. their work then as well. Yes. And Present a portfolio. Portfolio, and, exactly. And you guys assess. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So we can explain yeah, yeah. that at a certain good. level. Yeah. Very good. So you've, um, you've, you've shed light on, on bamboos that... I think definitely needs to be to be shed because I, mm-hmm. I I see it a lot where people are just they're very uh, black and white with them. They're, mm. uh, so obviously they, they like to look at them, but there's real bad information out there because I see it in in Facebook groups and so on that uh, someone picks up, puts up a picture and then mm. automatically people are telling them no, don't do that. You're it'll lift your paths and so on and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, for the most part, they may not even know what they're talking about from looking at that picture. Mm-hmm. So, the information—it's just to ask those questions at the early stage. That, like exactly what you said there. Absolutely. Yeah. Consider your your finished height. Mm-hmm. Consider your situation. Do you want a clumping type or a running type? Mm-hmm. If you want a running type, or mm-hmm. you need a running type to 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 fill your situation, then you just have to use your containment system. If it's yeah. anywhere near oh, yeah, but, but, some kind of a structure, people may have a kind of a nice big country garden, you know, and uh, maybe the bamboo is allowed to, to grow, you know, yeah. to maturity. Just on the running types in in a country garden situation, for example, will they just continue to to spread until you sort of curta- curtail them a little bit, so they'll send out new yeah. items and continue to well yeah that depends a bit on the species again or so but uh, yes that, that's the case you know if you may remember the old estate gardens where they used to dig uh, or, or make the big lakes and put an island there in the middle often you found yeah. most of the vigorous bamboo on the island but also but also the most okay. tropical looking but uh, so there is a warning yeah. there so it's okay it's a case again of just being aware of that and you know Keeping on top of it when it's getting to a point where you're you're sort of happy with the finished size of it, then from there on you just keep it keep it curtailed to that outer edge that you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a kind of an annual yes, again, basis. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's simple. It's just a case of of uh, being aware of what's happening with it. Yeah, just part of your gardening routine, basically. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a bit of breaking chat. You've 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 uh, shed some light on it. Mm-hmm. Your nursery is. I suppose all online now, um, and I know you you sell to customers sort of UK and Dutch customers yeah, and online. so on. But uh, where can people find you online and and so on? Uh, they can find us at uh, stembamboo.com. Yeah, and they can contact me as well, either by phone or by email. And on that, you, on your website, you do have very good information about each of the types. So that's where people can find you and they can ask you questions there and find out exactly which, which type suits them. And uh, yeah, yeah, don't be afraid of bamboos. No, that, no that, it, it, it works the best, you know, if they can send me an email with a few pictures and then with their questions, yes. you know. 
then I found to have a look at it and, and give a proper yeah, advice. You see the, you see the situation and you see the, the site and, and yeah. you're able to better choose yeah. the variety then. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I presume you guys are shipping out. Um, everything's, everything's working well from that perspective at the moment. Yes, we haven't stopped uh, basically since last year. And obviously you're lucky that we were online, you know, for the last five years. So we hit the, the ground running and Very we good. sell also in Northern Ireland. That obviously changed for them as well, that they can't, it's very hard for them to get plants in from, uh, from the UK. Yeah. So that's an increase as well of, uh, yeah, of orders. So, uh, Peter, it's been an excellent chat. As I say, you're established since 1988, so you, you definitely know anything there is to be known about bamboo. So if anyone has any questions, you know, definitely drop Peter a line. And I think you've covered off mm-hmm. all of the sort of questions there. Um, just stick to the basic pites and don't be afraid of bamboos. There, there's definitely a place for them and they, they are beautiful. Absolutely. And we mentioned already there's so many positives with them that you definitely don't need to be afraid of them. So, Peter, thank you very, very much for coming on Master My Garden Podcast. Pleasure. Thank you very much. So that's been this week's episode. A huge thanks to Peter for coming on. Um, as I say, check out Stam's uh, Bamboo Nursery. It's bamboos, bamboo, stambamboo.com. Um, lots of great information there. And, you know, there really is a place for a bamboo probably in most gardens and there's no need to be afraid of them. And, you know, there's no need to be afraid of that misinformation that's out there. Talk to somebody who actually knows the ins and outs of it, and then you'll be you'll be clear in your choice. Uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, please share with all your gardening friends. And you can find me on the social channels. It's Instagram at Master My Garden and Facebook at Master My Garden. Thanks for listening. Until the next time, happy gardening. Mm-hmm.